0: I'm Caitlin. I'm Sarah. We're just women having candid conversations about all things life.
1: Welcome to Coffee, Coffee and Mimosas. Cheers. <laughs> well, welcome.
0: We're live. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> not really. Some people think it might be life.
2: <laughs> like, oh, like, come live in oh When I say God, that, right? Like, no, it's not. It's not actually
0: life. Just recording. But, yes. Well, coffee and mimosas episode six? Eight. Eight. yeah really moving up in the world well mm-hmm.
1: cheers to that cheers. cheers we just had our 30th episode release for i didn't our others you. oh
3: sorry
0: i'm go. a weird person where like mm. when we cheers all together i have Ooh. to clink everybody's glass oh geez. like a weird superstition yes. like yeah. that like if i don't what bad will happen then. what bad yeah. First. i know it's very strange but um yeah we have our na mimosas well, mm-hmm. most of us except i have a high yo is yeah. what mm-hmm. this is called yes. haven't opened it yet we should do that yeah, yeah. but s- tell us what's in the mimosas processor.
4: um yeah the mimosas have a dry secco um which is a na prosecco um which is really nice um Yeah. And you mix that with orange juice, just like you would make any uh, classic mimosa. And I also added some functional um, properties as well to it. Um, So it has like orange zest and uh, functional ingredients like ashwagandha and reishi, lion's mane, kava um, to make it functional.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so tell people feel. what that means. Yeah,
4: so it can give you like a chill, a calm. Um, I like to say it gives you um, a buzz without the booze, uh, things of that nature um, and without all the negative side effects. It actually feeds your brain and gives you nourishment instead of deplete it like alcohol does. So yeah.
1: So this is Tori. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tori, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the non-alcoholic scene. Yeah, but I do right? what you call for it. Sure. Yeah. Sober uh, curious lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah.
4: The non-alcoholic movement. Um, for sure. Yeah. So I just want to say I'm like incredibly humbled and delighted to be here. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I wouldn't be here without some really great people in my life. Um, so if you are close friends with me and, uh, my husband and, anyone like that you know who you are and thank you um Mm -hmm. so they will all listen to this but yeah (laughs) big shout out to them um yeah so my history goes back for sure to my father who uh late father who was a chef um big time foodie scene grew up very young being around alcohol um very big component of pretty much my entire upbringing um but never really had an issue with it, thank goodness, growing up, um, just kind of dabbled in it or had it here and there. Um, but then fast forward to becoming a mother, having two kids, um, very close together, 17 months apart. Oh. Um, yes. That's a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And I didn't even know if I necessarily like thought kids were in the cards for me or I got married at 30. Three, Yeah, 33. Um, and yeah, I had my two babies at 34 and 35. So anyways, had it later in life. Um, and so with all that said, and that was they were born 16 and no, 17, 2017 and 18. So they were both pretty young come 2020 um, with all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I was... Not a big fan of how things were going down in the world during 2020. I took it upon myself to really voice <laughs> what I thought was being a big injustice, and it took a toll on me mentally, physically, all the things.
0: Were you, can I ask about yeah. this?
2: Sure, sure.
0: <laughs> because I feel some of the same way where I felt like. I had to know more. I had to do more research and then down rabbit holes I was going and then it's like, what is true? What is not true? And we have social media so we can repost things. We can share our thoughts. We can go on and share a video. We can share statistics. We can point out discrepancies, all of these things and then what we're doing about it. But it became somewhat all-consuming. So is that kind of the same? Yes. Um,
4: (laughs) And part of my... 17 different lives that I've lived I had a political career and so with that seeing the inner beast of politics as my background as well only fed into it Um, and yeah I'm a big natural like path person I like to be as holistic as possible like when I can there's all balance right but when I can I definitely try and with that being said I just, yeah, when it came to the vaccine, when it came to just kids being out of school and not getting meals when they should be and the suicide rates and the, and just mental health in, as a whole, just including myself going down the toilet. Um, yeah, so anyways, I did not know how to cope um, <laughs> and what is the just easiest accessible What's the easiest substance uh, to go to and grab that's readily available? Um, every ABC store still stayed open. Every you know that not all... only
0: acceptable but celebrated, right? Uh,
1: you know. Right. Far more than acceptable. (laughs)
4: Correct. It was like,
0: everybody's, yeah, everybody's getting drunk during COVID. Right. And yeah, because
1: people weren't driving to go anywhere. So they didn't even have that hindrance. And like you said, the ABC stores were still open. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I see my Facebook memories now all the time. And I'm surprised some of my posts are still up, (laughs) but. Oh, same. Yeah. I'm like, like, oh wow. They haven't taken that down yet. (laughs) But like the other day I saw something that I had posted about like the number of drownings because so many more people were home and working remotely. So they weren't supervising their children and like the number of drownings went up and I just posted something like, okay, let's compare the number of suicides and drownings of children to what it would have been with COVID. This thing you're saying doesn't really affect children and look at that and it's still up i was like oh oh no (laughs) yeah they're not
0: they're not coming for the little people no yet (laughs) 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 but yeah i have a lot of people who's um or i know a lot of people who are quote little people like whose instagrams got deactivated Mm -hmm. um my brother's instagram got shut down yeah because he was very very vocal
1: (laughs) on all of that but yeah So our homeschool group had to move to the app called band because so many, like our leader, her her thing kept getting deleted and she's like, I'm in Facebook jail again. Right. Where you can Mm. post for like
0: 20 days or something. Yeah.
1: So, you know, we were homeschoolers. So we're like, we're all still doing stuff as much as we can at people's houses and things. And, um, so, yeah. So we had to move to a different app, but anyway. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And I, so I did, I thankfully had a little neighborhood hub um as you know some people did or whatever um and I was kind of pioneering not to a crazy extent but I'm like no guys come on let's get together yeah and I felt like the only way I could get everyone together and get off their edge was be like well I have this you know shit ton of alcohol like come on let's just at least get drunk and forget what is going on and yeah all the things just to-
0: so valid It like makes so much sense, right? Right, Like, of course we'd want to do that. Yes.
4: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Everyone was looking for an escape for sure. Um, whether it was on one side or the other. And so, yeah, um, I found myself really, um, just using it. And then once you do something long enough and hard enough, it becomes a habit. So then it did, it did became, just this habit. um, And most of my network of friends and people around all drink. um, So obviously that's easy then to replicate and to keep going. I didn't have one other person in my life outside of my husband who has not had a drink of alcohol in 29 years or over 29 years. Yeah. So I did actually have someone in my home Mm -hmm. (laughs) and my two kids who, you know, weren't drinking. And so But yeah, outside of that, my friend group, uh, going to any gathering, going to any function, a wedding, whatever, obviously, there's always alcohol available. Um, And so um, it was just easy to keep that ball rolling. Fast forward to now, it's, you know, three years and some almost four. Um, This journey started for me only about five, six months ago. I think I hit the wall. Um, I have a very negative reaction to alcohol personally. I don't know if I'm allergic to it, but it feels like it. Um, I can have crazy skin reaction, hives, um, puking, all the things. Um, and so I think I was just, I was like, listen, I'm trying all these other things. Nothing's working. Let me stop drinking take some data points, see if that's helping or not.
0: Because you were having right. all, of all of these symptoms and you, didn't,
4: didn't, you know. didn't know if it was alcohol. Right. You were I just mean, like, I'm yeah. feeling all these things. I mean, a, I think a huge portion of me did know it was, but didn't want to admit it or say it was or have to then be the odd man out that's not drinking well um, there's so
0: much more that goes into it than like oh i'm gonna stop doing this thing that i know is bad for me like okay that sounds logical it, right. and great right yes. <laughs> but it's a whole persona who right. am i without it how am i gonna hang out with my friend group how am i going to wind down at the end of the night all yes. of this stuff
4: yes and that, well, so what happened was is i had a very close girlfriend shout out sam um okay. she and her husband had stopped drinking a bit ago and hope you don't mind me saying that. Um, I know he doesn't anyhow. And so, um, they were ordering de soise. So that's the Katy Perry brand of like these little drinks, um, aperitifs and they were having them at their house and I was like, okay, they're nice. Let me order them, get them in my home. The thing was, is like, okay, if I'm going to put down the glass of wine at night, when am I going to pick up what's going to, um, yeah, be my drink of choice. Um, I'm not going to always want just water, which I do like, um, thankfully and, or soda water with lime is great, but at times you do want something different or a different complex flavor profile. Um, I am a bit of a foodie. So like if I'm eating a steak or if I'm having sushi, there's different things that you equate different foods with different drinks, especially I'm almost 40. So that's a long time of kind of pairing those things. And, Yeah, all of that. So I was like, okay, if I'm not picking that up, what am I going to pick up? Then what that turned into was like, okay, I also don't know if I'm okay with just a drink that doesn't do anything for me because life is stressful and I do have two kids and I couldn't imagine not having that one substance that would at least for a moment chill me out for a second and be in my toolbox. So then that is what led me down trying to find functional beverages. Um, I had tried like THC, THC, and like Delta nine, Delta eight, all these things and gummies and, um, all, yeah, a lot of different things like that. That was hard to regulate. I felt like that could really send you down like a crazy, like mind trip.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've had some friends
4: who have been like, Oh
0: sure. Okay. We'll just have this edible or whatever. Right. I think Delta nine. Yeah. Which is legal Yes. in North Carolina. Right. Um, which I don't think a lot of people know.
4: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, and it was way more than they signed up for and they were like, I can't even function. I am right. not in my body right yeah, now. Correct, mm-hmm. which is like okay, correct. we've gone a little too far maybe yes. for like what we're hoping right. a glass of wine would do. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. So like, and that yeah,
4: I was like, okay, why well, can't uh I mean, my husband just was res- he just retired from the navy 25 years. He picked up a job super gnarly travel turned out to be beyond what they negotiate That's
0: what that always happens. Always. They're like, it's going to be 20%. Yeah. And then they're like, just kidding. It's 70%, but <laughs> yeah. we're
1: not going to talk about that.
4: They, that's exactly <laughs> it. So, yeah. Spot
1: on 20% in advance. The rest of the percentage is a surprise. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, we need you to go next week. Somebody yes. called out.
4: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the nature of what he does, um, everything has to be behind closed doors and, and at the places. So there's no such thing as, cause they try to negotiate back with him and he's like, literally it cannot that is not feasible where where you need me to be like I have to physically be there so anyhow so he just resigned from that but <laughs> he's deciding what he wants Good to be when him. he grows up I'm in the same boat we're doing it you know later in life um it's awesome I highly recommend it um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, with you him were, gone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, yes, prior him gone, to that, you were trying some he was gone. Things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're trying these things. And I'm like, well, I can't be on another planet <laughs> while sure. I have two children home alone. Like, I can't. Yeah. And I don't even know. I didn't really just my personality, I didn't enjoy it. Like, that wasn't like helpful. I was then, like, still very mindful, but also above my body. <laughs> yeah. Like, very detached, strange. A bit. Yes. Floating. Floating. But yeah, uh, not anyhow. Yeah, so not <laughs> a good way. Not my, <laughs> not my, not my jam. So then I'm like, okay, let me. And then I found HiOs. I think that was like the next drink that then I discovered. Um, and their whole thing is to feel float. Um, and so um, yeah, and they have organic ingredients. And I was like, okay, well, let me give those a shot. And sure enough, I was like, yeah, I could drink one and two of those and feel a similar experience as like maybe one or two or three white claws. Um, and so just enough to like kind of have enough, you know, break from my brain. Um, but when, but what was massively different was I feel calm, but motivated. So I still have to then do laundry and kids homework and all the things but I'm not finding myself in this like snippety, you know, because as soon as that nice little buzz wears off, you then go into mom rage and or at least I did. Sorry, anxiety. Okay. Like yeah. Anxiety. Irritated. irritated. Yeah. And you're just it like so with that, I was then, oh, OK, I feel calm, motivated. Um, I can still function, but I just feel this nice kind of effortless feeling. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my next one. And then as the good old social media algorithms have it, as soon as you start looking (laughs) down one thing, you are completely bombarded. So that is what happened. And I was like, oh my God, there are a bazillion choices and different varieties. So I just started ordering and testing and trying and that's what's kind of led me down to this point right now. Um, I want to be an advocate for just socially sober living. Like we all still love to have a good time. We love to go out. We love to be part of the scene, um, hosting dinners, hosting parties, hosting functions. Um, but yeah, being brave and sociable without the booze. Um, so I'm going down that path. I'm going down being a, um, Southeast distributor of NA beverages, um, supplying to bars, restaurants, um, uh, stores, everything like that. Um, I host uh, sober soirees, um, which that kind of sounds so self-explanatory. It literally fills and functions as a nice soiree, a nice, uh, evening out. Um, but I'm also then educating folks on what's out there in the NA world. Um, and I would just love for more connection and more just human. I feel like between 2020, between the hype and the craze of social media, all the things like that was the other thing I just crave connection. Um, and at its core, like who are you? Who? What do you want to be? Like what makes you happy? What makes you thrive in life? yeah. And talking about those things instead of, yeah, just kind of suffocating it and, uh, smothering it down with alcohol. Um, which is what I was doing. Um, yeah, I definitely feel a lot healthier now that I have not had, I have not, I'd say that, um, I'm not like in the sober camp, but, um, I say, I can drink as much as I want. I just don't want to. Um, It's kind of like my what camp I'm in. Um, Which is
0: a new interesting spin on things because for so long it would be that people identified as an alcoholic or an addict and you would actively try to maybe put yourself in situations that did not involve booze or people using any sort of substance Whereas people who may not identify as an addict or an alcoholic now are having to come up with sort of a new definition of like, maybe I'm not sober or it's not that I'm never going to drink, but I feel better when I don't. So I just choose not to, (laughs) but it's a whole different definition than what we're used to based on just how society has seen sober people for generations yes. yeah
1: trained trained us to see people that way because even you know we do a champagne toast opening night of every show and i our first show gosh in 2019 i think they were like two they were like hey these two actors don't drink and i was like oh i wonder why yeah, that's like a, that's what right. happens with my why husband does it have to every be every time because yeah. yeah. happens with drink you. my husband mine doesn't so, either yeah
2: he doesn't drink and people are like oh did he have a problem it's like no he chose not to he chooses not to he doesn't like how it makes him feel yeah Yeah. it's
1: the automatic assumption and you know i'm even guilty of that i was like i wonder why right i wonder if maybe that's why she got divorced right (laughs) Right. you just like start putting these things
0: together because it's been so stigmatized like yeah uh, you know you're an addict
1: yeah right like or like was she abused by
0: somebody uh that was drunk
1: or all the stories Just all the stories and it could just be like I don't like the taste of it or I just don't want to (laughs) or
0: yeah, it's crazy. But for so long, it was that way that there was some story behind why somebody was sober. And I'm sure there obviously still is, of course. Mm -hmm. Right. But, yeah, my husband doesn't drink and people will ask and he's like because I wasn't good at it.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't <laughs> right. like feeling like crap the next I wasn't day, good like, at it. Yeah. I made very poor choices right. when yeah. I was
0: inebriated, so yes. now I choose not yeah, to. Exactly. We were just talking about that whole thing the other day, he and I about um just kind of how it takes conviction, right, to make these choices and then stick to your decision and how it's really hard to have conviction because we want the opportunity to like sway sometimes, which is fine. But if there's something like drinking that is really negatively affecting your life, the word that you have to carry to be able to choose not to is conviction. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And there's a lot of people around us that don't have it. Right. And that's like, again, we've talked about this, about the judgment. Like I don't drink, don't drink. I don't care what you do. The only time that I have an opinion on it is when you continuously come to me with all the things that are super shitty in your life, mainly because it happened when you were drunk, they were drunk, both of you were drunk, and then you and then I just hear about all of it, and you don't want my opinion. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Stop drinking. Just yeah. try it. <laughs> right. Just try to stop drinking. And I know it's not that easy, but it's this really tricky thing yeah it's so celebrated we do everything with alcohol we grieve with alcohol we celebrate it we you know welcome new babies with the champagne toast we you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: have it at funerals it's socially acceptable everywhere that's yeah. why the military it's, it's poison too it's just straight poison right. and it really is so bad for you and you're like why do people push it so hard pretty yeah Pretty packaged poison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just been marketed yeah. that way
0: for so long. <laughs> I know. Was, I, I don't know if you listen to Huberman mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all, Huberman Lab, but he did a whole episode on, have you listened to it? Mm-hmm. On alcohol. And he talks about like, so this is basically poison for your body right. <laughs> yes. and then you know with a caveat of like i'm not telling you what to do but like we're like well <laughs> yeah <laughs> I I think about it. you're saying it's poison so right. you know but he talks about how anxiety levels are so spiked after you drink like the next day and just a brain fog all of the yeah. things And I think some people may feel that and then continue drinking because they don't want to feel
2: that. Yes. Yeah. And then it's a vicious cycle. But also like I just have hangover just being normal. Like, you know what I mean? Like my life just being tired. I'm like, that's that's enough for me. I don't need the alcohol just to add to it. The lack of sleep for
0: me makes me feel hungover. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I didn't even drink last night because I had my soda water, splash pineapple with a lime. But if I don't get enough sleep, I'm like, right. I feel hungover I today. <laughs> that's why my eye is
1: twitching today. Oh, God. Are I you know. tired? Yeah, Samantha oh. came in my room multiple times last Same. night. Oh.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm at right now with <sighs> the, the child coming in with, every... the child. with the child. With the child. <laughs> with the child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 But then it's,
0: it's, it's, it's all these stressors yes. that then you kind of want to escape from. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's, and
2: it's, it's only yeah. temporary. And then, yeah, you have the aftermath of the morning.
4: Yeah, so. well, and it is a vicious cycle. Like I did not know how much after having my children like postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety was really affecting me um, and using alcohol to then quote unquote help, <laughs> which now is laughable, but it then does create this vicious cycle and you are only and that's the other thing. People think they equate alcohol with fun and up. It is not.
0: I know, right. isn't that wild? alcohol is, is a, a dinner. De- it's, yeah, it's a, a depressant. depressant. It's a depressant. We wonder why we feel like shit the next yes. day. Yes. Or, you know, if you're me, it was like a few days. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, takes, <laughs> like
4: takes a woman's body four days to rid the alcohol. One drink.
0: And that's if you just have one drink. One like drink. you just stop. Yes. Right? And you don't continue to have. Yes. Yeah, but, I would notice after like girls trips or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, we would get home on a Monday and I'd be like, "Fuck my life." Yes, yeah. <laughs> dead. And then as dead. you get older, it's so much yes. worse. Like, That's how, like yeah. a month. Yeah, yes. yeah.
2: yeah. Totally. So like,
0: Which wasn't worth it for me. <laughs> right. Like, is this the person <laughs> right, I want to be? What's important to me? What are my priorities? I want to yes. wake up on the, the Monday morning after I was just gone this weekend with girlfriends and be there for my kids to hear about their weekend and get them ready for school. Not that I'm getting ready them ready for school. They're 13 and 11 But you know we're a little weird Come a put <laughs> your of Oh, please on. tell me that you don't
4: help
1: them
4: no, no, but, five and six. So we're still in the thick of yeah helping, helping. Yeah right like the
0: routine and everything. No, yeah. they're
4: great with all that oh, it's good, just good. having
0: a presence Shh. there where you can just be <laughs> present yes and yes. hear about all the things and you know when your kids are 11 and 13 when your kids are five and six they notice when you're off. They do, right. whether they know right. it or not. When oh, they're 11 sure. and 13, they do know right. why you're off. Yes, they're not dumb, right.
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. And neither are five and six right. year olds.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. I told um,
1: Sam this morning it was her fault
0: that <laughs> <laughs> you were so tired. <laughs> My eyes twitching because you.
1: This is your fault? Yeah. <laughs> she was throwing a temper tantrum, and so because Brain and left without giving her a hug and kiss, and I was like. He's literally going to be back in 10 minutes, but I wanted it before he left and like full on tantrum. And I was like, you are crying this much because you did not go Mm -hmm. to bed, (laughs) back to bed Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. I told you to. She's three. Yeah. No. But, I have a two and a half. And yeah. But same she's very intelligent. And so like I can have full explanations for her and she understands what I'm saying. She's like, I'll go back tonight. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> like, I'll make up
0: for it. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's
0: kind of, it's sad. but
4: anyway.
0: Yeah. the and But then with alcohol, you might think like, oh, you sleep really well. Mm-hmm. You do not. No. You don't no. get into your deep sleep. It's not restorative. Like your brain mm-hmm. can't flesh itself basically
1: it's well when you first stop (sighs) drinking it's even harder to sleep like because you don't have that to wind down right so to go to sleep mm -hmm, it's Mm. harder to fall asleep when you first stop yeah but then you sleep better and then it right but it's getting over those little things
0: that is Mm -hmm. I, i would imagine so hard for people change is hard no matter what, but if you're giving something up that you feel like aids you in some way, it gives you something. Why? You know, unless the pain outweighs the pleasure of it, it's really hard to give up. Right.
4: Well, that's what I did. I was like, what small things can I do and say? And I was like, okay, well, I can be, you know, October was coming up and so they do sober October, but I was like, Oh, well, let me do sober ish October. Let me not just like full on commit myself to a complete, um, sober month. I was like, let me just make it ish and be more mindful and see how that goes. But it was like every day. And so every day, every night that I went without it, every event, every time I went to my girlfriend's house and said, no, thank you. And these were all firsts, right, that I had to be, like, you know, not having two bottles of champagne a night with, you know, my girlfriend or whatever, like, and saying, no, thank you, and, oh, I can do it. That's so hard, too. It (laughs) is so hard, and it's so hard, and especially if you, like, are a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and, like, it is something that then it's offered and you have to say no, which that was – that's difficult for me. Um,
2: But you also know that feeling of, like, oh, that's
4: just having fun
2: with it and getting rid of that feeling in your head is so – hard for me. Cause I'm always yes. like, Oh, it tastes so good. And then you know how it's going to make you feel, but yes. And then you're like, no, I can say no. Right. It's okay.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it,
2: like, what is the
0: whole story you tell yourself to give you the courage to be able to say no, uh,
4: a mantra that I developed pretty early on as I was just making those small choices and saying no, And the longer that I was, quote unquote, sober, I woke up one day feeling just so good, (laughs) like feeling so much better, so much energy. And I was like, I crave sober. Like, I am literally craving this other side. And my body has been like, I've been punishing it. I've been punishing my brain, my spirit, everything with this substance and when I kept, and then that was it for me. I was like, I crave it. I, and I, that's what then I said over and over again. Like I crave sober sobriety. Like it is now the thing that I am yearning for. And like, if I can achieve it, then what else can I achieve like with it? And it's just kind of gone hand in hand with now my company, JB and co um, beverage. And so like that, just completely burst out of the place of saying yes to myself and my well-being and through that now is a company and something that I'm super passionate about um I also want to say I have no judgment on my side I am if you know me I yeah I have no judgment you can drink you can do this you can do that as long as you're not harming an animal a child like doing something criminal like outside of that go for your life um Like I will love you and support you in all the things. Um, so I want to put that out there. This comes from a completely judgment free zone because I've been there. It's not like I was, you know, living this life of never had touched alcohol in my whole life. I've been there. I used it. I used it as a mom. I've done some really, really shitty things as a mom because of alcohol. Um, I mean, hello, mom rage, like good God, if, cause if you are struggling in general with any kind of mental health issues, it only exacerbates it. Like it only makes it worse. And that's probably the biggest thing that I feel right now is like just the calm and the peace that I can bring to my kids. And, uh, so that's what I did it for, you know, and hopefully I didn't screw them up, um, <laughs> uh, well, if, during the years of, yeah.
0: I think no matter what we do, whether we are like the picture perfect parent or whatever, we still carry around so much shit just as human beings. Right, right. That something we're going to do is going to maybe not fuck them up, but like right. <clears throat> carry with them on their journey as humans too. Right, right. Like it's just, I think that's just like life, you know? Right. And it's I, like yeah. hard
4: and my husband and I are definitely breaking generational curses generational addictions generational things um, which I'm super proud about for sure because um, yeah uh, my father was a just full-on functioning functioning somewhat functioning alcoholic um and um, yeah. Anyways, just like really looking into the future with now just hope and joy and gratitude to, um, yeah, see what, see what's next. Yeah.
0: Takes a lot of courage to do that mm. because no one wants to deal with their dark side. Right. No one wants to deal with the shit that they've been through or experienced or- still have to figure out like it's so much easier just to bury our head and say like okay just another day here's another white claw right
4: right Right. how easy is that yeah
0: but it like massively affects your life but to come back from that and say oh no i intentionally want to live this way is like i don't know it's just so brave
4: uh, conviction thank you (laughs) right yes that's true yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that. And I mean, to me, it's kind of just, yeah, a no brainer. It's the thing that was really a hang, hang nail, hang up, a thorn in my heel, whatever that you want to say, like that was it. Um, and yeah. Yeah.
0: You said um, when you're talking about like, you know, judgment free and all of this stuff, I think we can separate somebody's. Bad habits, bad behavior. We all have them. I don't care who you are yeah. with who they are. Right. Like, yes, you are. Your behavior is a part of you. Yes. Right. But not everybody who has bad behaviors does not have amazing behaviors, you know? Right. So to separate and to say, I love you as a human being. My love for you is not dependent on whether you drink or don't drink. I can love you as a human. Do I want to be around you when you're drunk. Like I have many people in my life where I love you. I care about you. I love being with you. I love having great conversation with you. Um, we have like really funny interactions. I laugh a lot when I'm with you, but I don't want to be around you when you're drunk. And so I think we can separate the person from the behavior a little bit to say you have all these amazing qualities and you're a great human being. This behavior is not something I want to be around. We can say that yeah. about anything. Yeah, right. drinking, and food, food. Yeah, any sort of like vice type right. habit. Right. It's like right. a smoker. Yeah. You know, you could love somebody to death and be like, listen, I'm not going to stand around you when you smoke, because I know it's not good for me, and it I don't stinks, want to be around it. Right. And it stinks. Right. And like all the stinks. things. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think if we can discern between the right. two things,
4: yeah, you absolutely. Know? I guess what I, my main mission too is just to like because like we said prior, we're just changing the narrative now where you don't have to go through AA. You don't have to stand up and say, hi, I'm Tori, I'm an alcoholic. Like you can become sober or sober curious or mindful drinking um, without it being this big negative connotation that if you say you've gone through AA, like, okay, wow, you really had, you know, issues. Um, And to me, it's just for yeah, for me, it was creating that mantra in my, in my heart that I craved, craved sober and then having tools like different drinks Mm -hmm. and not just another thing to drink or whatever, obviously meditation, listening to different podcasts and books and all like things that are, you know, quote unquote self help. Um,
1: well, and just connection with other people that right. think that way. Yes. It sounds like, Laura, you feel that way too. So how did you kind of – how do you guys know each other, first <laughs> of all? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I know. Do it's we so know funny. Each, uh, social media. Yes. yes. And then we met,
2: um, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. We had breakfast and no one – the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what, where did we go recently that we were together? I don't remember. Uh, oh. oh, yeah, the pop-up. Yeah. Oh, we uh, Right. Now. She came to um, – we did a clothing swap, and yeah. she was – one of our vendors and did really well and yeah we just connected okay. social media I feel like every time somebody's like how do you know I'm like mm, Instagram right yeah but luckily here in southern ponds I feel like you can always run into that person mm-hmm. or at least meet um back when we were in Tennessee it was like obviously very rare mm-hmm. that I ran into anybody um but yeah social media yeah.
1: So talk about yourself, Laura.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, I know, right? Well, where do I begin? The How far weird, back? The do weird you... thing. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a creative. I am a mom and military spouse. Um, we have been in North Carolina. This is our second time um, since 2020. So we moved like the beginning of COVID. My husband actually had to be back here in March of 2020. Um, and we didn't move till May, but, um, my prior life, I was a health physicist. So I actually worked for the state of Tennessee, uh, department of environment and conservation. I did, uh, regulatory radiation work in short terms. Um, so I have a background in biology. Uh, so not really ever been on a creative path. I've just always been a creative. Those things don't seem to mesh in my mind. I know, but honestly, everybody I've ever met that was like, a maker or creative, they were always like, yeah, I, I was a biology major or they did something I mean, science background.
1: Yeah. 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 It's kind of wild. It's so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I loved biology. It, it's funny because when I graduated from, um, my undergrad as a music major, I actually applied to PA school. Cause I was like, I really like biology yeah, <laughs> and I, I really think I could do this. And there's, then there's definitely
2: like, a correlation there. I don't know what it is, but yeah, maybe how our brains are wired. But, yeah,
1: it's fascinating. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. so I did that um, in Nashville for a while, um, and then we moved to North Carolina the first time in 2014, right after we got married, um, and that's when I was really trying to figure out what to do. You know, I, I did not know anything about military lifestyle. I didn't grow up that way, um, so I did not know what to expect. Uh, luckily, this community was great to come into, Even back then, because there was, like, the Millspo project. There was all these entrepreneurs, like, doing great things. And I wasn't really trying to get into, like, starting my own business. Um, But that's kind of where I ran into uh, our riveter. And so it was so much fun. And I basically told him, I was like, I'll work for free. I'm just really trying to find people, my people, (laughs) you know. I don't know anybody. And I can't find a job um, because... The closest job would have been the Research Triangle, and I was like, I'm not commuting. I commuted for years. I'm definitely not doing that again. So met our Riveter and was sewing bags. <laughs> actually started sewing and making a lot of the bags. I pretty much have done everything in the company. I was production manager. You know, we got through Shark Tank, and that was a lot of fun. Um, then as I got, No, you were on Shark Tank. Oh yeah, or they were. Owned. Oh yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Miss that. That's I fun. know. It was, yeah. that what year was, was that?
2: <laughs> so they actually. Recorded it in 2015, but I didn't yeah. think it aired in 2016. Mm-hmm. So it was it was wild.
1: I remember watching it before yeah. I even knew what our river. Like that's we how seen- I learned about our river yeah. was on Shark Tank, on Shark- and I'm like, oh wait, they're here. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was wild. Um, and at the time, it was like me and maybe one other girl like sewing all the bags. <laughs> and I'm like, how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna get through? I don't know. It was great because obviously the. The, um, you were doing the this PR. for free still no 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 okay. i was working at that point but when i started cameron was like okay um we can intern you we don't really have any money to like pay you you know can you work like three dollars an hour i'm like sure i don't care like uh, i was yeah. just trying like i said just oh, to you find... were like an angel to that yeah i know yeah I, I was i was just trying to find my people and i did and it it was been great um so i did i eventually transitioned transitioned into marketing. And then moved back to Tennessee because we went back to Fort Campbell. Um, And then I just became like a brand ambassador, but I did start working back with the state and um, radiological health. So I did that for a few more years until we decided to come back here because it was kind of like I have the choice to go back to Fort Bragg or Fort Liberty now, but um, do you want to go? And we were at the point where we're like, okay, Maddie is still, and my daughter, She, we were kind of like, do we go because where is she going to go to school if we stay in Nashville and expensive and just, you know, it, this is a place to come back to, definitely, with kids and trying to figure out what you want to do next because it's just a great community. Um, so we came back, and then that was kind of my stepping stone of, okay, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to become a plant consultant. I'm going to continue doing my vintage reselling. I do a million different things, but – it was kind of like a, a step in the right direction to start my own business. Um, so we did that. And of course, 2020 was wild anyway, because I'm like, I really don't know what to do. Um, and then I got pregnant with my son. And so it was just kind of like filling that out. And then last year... Uh, Cameron reached out to me again and was like, hey, if you want to work for our Riveter again, we'd love to have you back. And, of course, the flagship store's here. So I'm the associate creative director and brand ambassador for the flagship store. What does that mean? So I help with, like, visual merchandising, um, events, the community space, We do uh, social media. Um, We're still really small, so I do a lot of everything that needs to be done. Um, And then live selling that's a big thing right now so i'm doing these lives yeah uh, every week i've seen and it yeah it, it's, it's a lot of fun i'm really is that you it. singing no i, de- I definitely did not sing you
1: know i was like who's hits. singing no yeah
2: no it's um oh what well, on a live there was some singing on there
1: oh, they on the ninth day of christmas oh Andrea? that's not me no somebody no, that's sings. sarah
2: that's our creative director she's in ohio i think she does a little Okay, like tidbit. Oh, I yeah. have to go listen. Yeah,
1: yeah she sings <laughs> a large duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, no, that's not me.
2: Um, but it, the lives are like basically, you know, showcasing new product or sales, and you can actually purchase on there. It's it's a lot of fun. It's something. Mm-hmm. It's a new concept for me. I enjoy it because I like to be videoing and talking, and I enjoy that. I've done that since I was a a kid and you had a VHS popped into the camcorder that was <laughs> on your shoulder. So I've done that at an early age. So I've always been front of you a, just aged yourself. I know. I know. Right. I know. I'm like, we would take like, and pretend we were Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Oh, yes. so everything was a talk show. Yes. And then it became like Mari. It's like, <laughs> or, you know, like send your child to boot camp. There was wild, I know, Jerry. yeah, <laughs> it was like the height of that. So, um, I've always been in front of a camera. You would have thought I had like gone into some type of media, you know, or communications in college, I, that did not appeal to me at all. I'd rather just do the fun stuff at home, but um, yeah, so that's pretty much. Me in a nutshell, I guess. So you're running
1: your own business and still working for our Riveter? (laughs) Yes.
2: I do um, plant consulting. So I still have like vintage. uh, I curate vintage um, for a couple of retail stores. Um, Create Studio. It's a salon, but it's kind of more of an underground uh, resale shop too in Aberdeen. And then Thistle and Moon, Mary. I have some vintage items in there. Like what? Um, what Just like decor. I mean, anything from pottery, to glassware I mean it's just huge I I really don't define myself and maybe I would do better if I had <laughs> more of a curated but I'm like I love everything I love vintage I love I don't know I, I grew up as a picker with my grandparents so mm-hmm. I, I know what to look for and what what's good stuff so mm-hmm. where'd you grow up um in Clarksville Tennessee oh, okay. so I actually grew up there I, I told my husband he's like when you they asked you where you're from here did you say and I'm like kentucky or ten ten, cut you know what i mean tennessee kentucky <laughs> yep. um because i spent my weekends in kentucky but we lived in tennessee because my grandparents lived in it's right there on the border sure. like yeah. they're really close like a so, 20 minute drive right yeah depending on where you live yeah <laughs> and so that's i grew up going to flea markets yard sales and of course my granddad he grew up in the depression and you know, they were always going to the flea market too and just showing me like different things with glassware and like, you know, this is how it's made. And, you know, that's kind of how it started with my vintage love because I love the stories behind items. I know I'm not like, I don't want to be a hoarder, but (laughs) I'm like, I love heirlooms. I love like a good, you know, a good piece of artwork or furniture or glassware, all the things. And I know you're like a, a minimalist. So <laughs> Yes. There must be nothing I, in my house. I know, right? Ult all, all like dream to be, but I'm definitely a maximalist. Oh, right. Yeah. A maximalist. I'm like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh,
1: that's also. great. Yeah. yeah, my husband keeps me from being a maximal, maximalist. Yeah. Mm.
0: Come from a Do you mean a hoarder? Mhm. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love my collections. Yes. Yeah. My I re- actually remember when I was little, he passed away when I was 8, but I remember my grandfather going to Knoxville and he had all those glass, mm-hmm. those colored glass things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, so much yes, stuff. Like definitely a hoarder. Like it was in his car. It was a oh, wow. Like he was like, like traveling with it. Successive. Yeah, because they would like resell it right. and stuff mm, at yeah. all the flea market like flea markets were super duper big there for that. But yeah, so many times I've had stuff and I've like had it in a yard sale and people like go towards something. And I'm like, I wonder how much that was actually worth. And I just sold it for a dollar. So that's probably, yeah, Yeah. that's the hard thing. I'm like, Oh, I know what that's
2: worth. And I have to kind of scale back from that because if not, I'll hold on to everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's gotten better. But, um, especially when you do know the worth, like you said, when your granddad, probably the same way, especially when the, the depression and then going through everything they went through, I can't imagine all the, evolving that they had to do with like technology. I mean, he didn't, he passed away when he was, I think he was buried on his 95th birthday. Wow. So, I mean, he, I think a lot of times I would see him in his chair and I could tell it was like, there's just so much going on around me. I don't even, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to take it all in. Um. So, yeah.
0: Mm. So you grew up in Clarksville, but you said like, you didn't grow up in a military Yeah. Life.
2: Well, yeah. So my parents were teachers um, my granddad fought in World War II, but it still, was he never talked about it until he's older, and so I did not. I was on the other side of town. I mean, Clarksville's huge. It's mm-hmm. actually, I think, now the third or fourth biggest city in Tennessee, and so it's it's just big. But I didn't know anybody in the military. Um, nobody really in my family. Maybe my cousin went in the Navy. My brother eventually went to the Navy. Um, but my husband actually lived in Clarksville and graduated from the same high school but his dad was in the military and so that's what kind of transplanted him in Clarksville but all our families' there and yeah it's it's kind of wild because especially when I met him like later in life and we yeah there's that's a whole other story but um <laughs> he was already been in the military like, 10 years or eight years. I don't know for, so he had already established his uh, career. So when we started dating, I was like, what are you doing now? Like what you're going for three, six months. What, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. And then when it talked to him and it was just, it was, it was weird, but I expected everything was like that in the military. And then people would say, well, what's his rank? What's this? What are you going there? And I'm like, I don't, i don't know like yeah, i think that's that big army that's what people in... keep saying big army i was like i think that's big army but <laughs> i don't know what that means and <laughs> i'm sure it's rank or small yeah, army i know and I still, they're like what's his mos like all these things i'm like i don't don't ask me i still me. don't know all that yes, stuff no. i don't at all and i feel bad for not knowing it but
1: when we don't. first got married i figured it out i was like okay i need the full breakdown and you to explain he's like No, you can't talk like that to that person because he was like E1, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, you have to say, sir, me. I was like, even as in a me? I'm not in the military. I'm not in the military. And he's like, yes, that is this person. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I I had to know like the explanation of all the breakdown. I was like, I need to know. And I finally like figured it out. And then the unit moved and we came back oh, here yeah. and That's then it was completely new. different when we came to the 82nd and I was like, I don't know what any of that means. And I don't even care to know. So right. <laughs> we're just, yeah. gonna... well, realistically it's
0: not extremely relevant to my life. No. Like no. I don't need to know the structure right? for ranks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like right. I, that, like, this why? is just That's like, like your job. Much. Yeah. I,
4: I have a really funny, well, it's funny to me every time I think about <laughs> it story. So my husband, and we're dating, He's, like, wanting to oppress me. He was stationed in San Diego. And mm. anyway, so we're out there and um, takes me on the tour of a ship because, of course, he, like, you know, planned that and wanted me to go and t- see everything. Anyhow, <laughs> he had a few guys come around um, to help with the tour, all the things. Well, they line up to, like, salute him as he's, like, walking off or whatever wow. again because ranking and all yeah. the things I see see I still don't know
0: anyways <laughs> so like the things ran they're up. yeah
4: so like they're saluting Robert's doing his thing and then so I'm like what the
0: hell do I do and I'm like why? Well,
4: I literally and for everyone listening I'm white um, but anyhow I literally bowed. So <laughs> I bowed I bowed I don't know why but I bowed and so <laughs> oh
2: my god
4: anyways and like you walked away I'm and curtsied like, you're like I don't know what I'm doing at this point like, so honest right. to God. I'm like, I was so nervous. I was like, I, I know I don't do that. It's like, a like M- that Michael that Scott I'm... moment. You know? Like, yes. yeah, it's like, what yes. are you doing? Stop. Yes. He's like, what are you laughing? I'm like, well, I, you didn't tell me. There was like going to be saluting and things. So I didn't know. Yeah. So I just bowed <laughs> to the people Stop. as I walked off. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> did he oh. see you no oh, he God. didn't see it because he was just already walking down oh I yeah. saw you yeah. how many people
0: saw you did everybody oh, keep a straight face I get
4: well I mean they're really there. they have to I know so they're I like know. yeah oh. did she dispel he my God! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs>
3: That oh, is yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Oh, so that That's is awesome. I know Sarah's <laughs> crying.
0: Oh my god. Oh dear. That uh, is, is hilarious. Where <laughs> in San Diego was he stationed?
4: Yeah. Uh, well, all over. He was there for eleven years. Yeah. So anywhere you could be stationed. So my husband was in around. the Navy before oh, okay. he was in
0: the Army. I grew up in San Diego. Oh wow. Nice. And Luke was. Sta- I mean, our son was born at Camp Pendleton. Okay. Um, and then he was at Miramar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we lived. <laughs> we lived. Yeah, we lived Are you downtown. Still laughing about that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know what their conversations were. I right? Like,
0: I wish I was a fly on the wall. <laughs> like, that like that what just happened?
1: happened?
0: <laughs> what was that? Right? Oh uh, my gosh! Yeah. It's um, a
4: riot. Yeah. No. We. Yeah. We had a. We had a high rise downtown. He. He had said when I moved in, he's like, "Should we move?". Cause it was a 700 square foot box mm-hmm. literally for like a bajillion yeah. dollars. Yeah, for a bajillion dollars. Mm-hmm. No. Um, what year was this? When I lived there. Yeah. So, uh, 2016. Okay. But he bought it. We were gone in 08. Um, which was awesome. Yep. For when we yeah, sold it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, like. oh, That's when we bought our house <laughs> yeah. too. in, in oh. Oceanside. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, 700 square foot box, no walls, just completely studio, Florida ceiling windows which had zero covering of any kind and mm-hmm. i was like we're getting ready to bring in a baby we're gonna have to like get blinds anyway so we got some blinds in but um yeah and then we brought home our daughter and all slept in one nice room yeah so, and, i mean
0: do you do what I you mean, we, we do that do. anyways yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true Family pile i've got <laughs>
1: six seven bedroom house and my baby still slept in my room right
4: so. well but it's our kit it was the kitchen as well so we would, we would <laughs> and and you so can make um
1: bottles easier we would like despite.
4: yeah we would just like <laughs> close the door and go to the bathroom and have you don't dinner. have to get
0: out of bed to make a bottle <laughs> yeah no Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: bottle what is that yeah oh, yeah I breastfed both my yeah. Babies for a very long
0: time yeah mm-hmm. but, yep yeah i mean that's a good thing about yeah, Being convenient. able to do that, yeah, <laughs> yes, totally. Yes. Oh, I guess yeah. We this need is to a do coffee and mimosa's episode. Sarah, are you choosing?
1: Sarah knows none of. No, I'm mixing. Okay, oh. I don't know why I need to mix. It's not like people <laughs> know which is which. Silly. Oh, oh, oh just, no, one. just one. Oh, man. Okay. Is this
2: the happiness one? Uh oh. Just kidding. Uh, Let's uh, see, how do you define happiness? It is. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna go first though. I didn't know I don't, the no, questions. I know. In okay, it I, I can go first. Let's see. How do I define <laughs> happiness? Um, man, that's a loaded question.
0: It I, is a loaded question. I actually heard it yeah. on another podcast recently, and it was where viewers had written in questions to this person. So clearly she knew the questions before, seemingly had chosen them because – She's a celebrity. She probably got a bajillion questions. And I thought, I was like, oh, this is a good question. I wonder what she's going to say. And then she responded and I was like, oh. You're <laughs> like, yeah. I, know. I don't feel like that was like a very thought out question because I think it's a much deeper thing for right. each person if you right. really have to think about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What brings you happiness? Like what does it mean to you? How do you curate it in your life? And it's not as like flippant as like, I don't know. I, you know, I have a glass of
2: wine. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's definitely a mindset, you know. Yes. And I feel like everybody has it in them. Is more of like the cloudiness that, the everyday that you know, I'm I'm trying to get my words together. Like everyday stressors. Yeah, that it just cloudy up the happiness that's in there. So it's almost just finding it and then being content. With whatever that is, you know, having rest or it's not really something that's consumed as far as like an item or riches or anything like that. So I don't know. I definitely think it's a mindset that we all have. It's just more of finding that um, contentment. I don't know if that's a good. I don't no, know. I yeah. love the word
0: contentment because yeah. I do think that that is a big part of it.
4: Yeah, yeah, you stole mine. That I that is it because I like recently felt that feeling of feeling content. And I, that's what I said out loud. I was like, that is what life is about. And I, if I can reach contentment, that is like the baseline to then experience happiness, joy, peace, gratitude, all the things. And so when you are in this mode of striving (laughs) or jealousy or like uh, any other negative, um, adjective or whatever like that bring yeah can bring so much negativity but if you are content within yourself within your soul within your family within you know like I feel like you've won the lottery yeah
1: yeah how do you find contentment though right Mm. especially when we're motivated entrepreneurs like we are we're always like striving for more and wanting to do more that's one of the things that You know, my husband and I are always like looking at the next thing. Okay, we're gonna do this now. Wow, we're gonna do this. And somebody said, "Aren't you guys ever content?" We're like, Mm. "Yeah, we are." But we, we don't look at us wanting to do something different or new as not being content. We look at it as we enjoy adventure. Mm. We find contentment in adventure, in adventure, in trying new things, in exploring, or you know, starting businesses or moving to a different area, like that. It's not because we're not content where we are. We love where we are. But that's what we enjoy think, doing together. I think too
2: like having that balance. I hate hearing that word sometimes because I'm like, oh, <laughs> everybody says balance, balance, but I mean really, you it's have a, a great yeah, you have a great balance with probably home life and then your business life and that's probably why a lot of times you probably feel contentment or maybe that's what I would do. Like I feel like if I had something I was like trying to achieve but also felt great in my home life and you know everything else going on and personal I feel like then I would feel like this relaxed contentment that would make me feel happy you right. know you know I it's think almost contain- like
4: contentment is a way of being right and then happiness and other things are the feeling out of yeah. that a feeling yeah. cuz you can feel happy in a moment And then sad again in another moment, but I can still feel content all throughout. Yeah,
0: I think that might be a big misconception about happiness. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, if you ask parents, like, what do you want for your kids? They're like, I just want them to grow up and be happy.
4: Yes, and I'm always like, you realize that happiness
0: is so fleeting, so fleeting, and you got to work at it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and if we set that expectation of like, I just want you to be happy with your life um okay well that's a rough expectation to yep. live by every single day yeah that's why that movie <laughs> yes. inside
1: out is so good because oh, it yes. explains how the brain works and you have to experience sadness yeah, emotions. Right. to know happiness right. to enjoy right. happiness even yeah, more so. totally so yeah like, contentment is a weird one for me
0: because i'm not sure i think it also is a fleeting feeling um Because I am so, I see the world in like a future-oriented way. And I'm constantly looking at like, okay, what's the next thing? You know, and I've gotten a lot better. Again, we talk about this all the time, but like my 30s have been a time of like a little more contentment, I would say. (laughs) Just kind of slowing down. And a big part of that is gratitude, And finding just the little things every single day to be grateful for. I mean, just on the drive to school this morning, I was thinking in my head like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful sunrise. And I was like naming off the colors and just looking at like there was frost everywhere this morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Molly says, as I'm thinking this, she says, oh my gosh, the sky is so pretty. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. These are the things that like provide that contentment, gratitude, the feeling of happiness. Right. Um, but it takes slowing down to be able to see them and to be present in yep. that moment, which is really hard for me to do. I'm right.
2: much more future
0: oriented or than
2: in the moment of like being anxious. I'm late. I'm all the the negative uh-huh. things that come to your mind. Yeah. Not saying those first and said no noticing yeah like the sunrise or whatever you were saying, the 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 frost yeah. noticing what was present. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah, it takes a lot of intention yeah. to do that. Right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, yeah. Forget what the rest of your calendar says yeah. today and <laughs> just be here. Right. But I think for me, c- because I've thought about this question, yeah. um, it really has to do with two things. When I am behaving in a way and taking actions that are aligned with my values, I am happy when I have to compromise those for some outside reason, that's when I feel like discourse inside of myself, when I'm not behaving in accordance to my values, if that makes sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it does. Um, And then also I've learned that when the picture in my mind of what my life should look like, is not what my life looks like, then there's a lot of unhappiness there. So it's like you either change your actions to meet that picture or you change the picture to meet your actions. And when those things line up, that's where that contentment feeling really happens for me Mm. is like, okay, these things are now aligned. I'm not thinking like, Oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Or, and again, this takes so much intention, especially for me and my personality. But no, you're exactly where you're supposed to be because you're choosing to be where you're supposed to be. That yeah. sounds really philosophical. No. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to be Buddha, but like that's where that alignment happens. Mm. Yeah. When I can meet myself in that moment. And again, yeah. happiness is fleeting. It is not a constant feeling
2: of joy and celebration right 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 <laughs> yeah. i think too you're defining your values and priorities like For i have sure. a hard time with that like i don't i'm just like you know my adhd brain just goes i mean that's mouth. part of being the creative yeah it really does and so a lot of times i'm like oh what are my priorities what are my values like mm-hmm. i don't think about that but having them defined mm. um of course they can change and you can pivot but having them at least spoken or a goal at the beginning of the year if you have to just having that at least something to um, move you into the right direction
0: yeah that's huge for me is knowing what my top three priorities are and where i'm going to give my energy to my time time energy synonymous in my mind you know and if you're giving your time and your energy away to something that is not in your priorities how could you be content or happy right you know
1: yeah I can't answer it without religion. Uh, d- Is that okay? <laughs> <What? Yeah. laughs> Please don't
0: ever have to say that. Right.
1: Okay. <clears throat> and without crying. Also, you can cry too. It's okay. Yeah. No, because then I sound like weird when i talk and cry at the same time it's kind of like when i sing at a wedding it's really hard because i'm like trying not to be emotional right like, and it's always my family that's like will you sing at my wedding and i'm like oh, i'm oh my just gosh. gonna
3: cry I know. yeah
1: it's gonna sound terrible um so for me happiness is when i am living in the will of god and i think i'm crying because we're making huge decisions right now about that um not I think, I know that's what it is. But it doesn't come with contentment, if that makes sense. Like, you have to get uncomfortable yes. mm. and know and just trust, like, oh, this is where God wants me to be. And then you see the rewards of that later. Yeah. And so it's just trusting that and knowing, like, all these things are just a blip in mm. the, big, oh, picture. the totally. big picture, right? Every little thing is just a blip. And so... That's where the true happiness comes in. It's like, why am I so hung up on this stupid little thing I'm overanalyzing? Because I overanalyze everything. It's so annoying. Um, And I'm like, why am I so hung up on this stupid little thing? It's just a blip. Like, I won't even remember this this time next month. (laughs) And I'm like, letting it consume my Mm. time and energy and my time with my kids. And like, I don't need to respond to this email right now. I just need to be present with these little people I was gifted so yeah Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I think there's a lot of uh surrendering
1: yeah in that
0: and when we are personality types who want to have some control over a lot of the things in our lives having Mm -hmm. to surrender into the complete unknown Mm. is extremely hard but in a weird way we're kind of good at it yeah you know
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took practice. I think that's why I love going to the beach so much is because I feel that connection. I see those sunsets. I see the ocean. I see, like, everything working perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like, the dolphins Mm -hmm. are going. The birds swoop down and get Mm -hmm. the fish. And then at this time, all the fish are over here. And it's just, like, how everything works so seamlessly. And it's like, wow. Like, the same person that created this created me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. (laughs) there you go that's my
0: um my word for the year I don't know if you guys do that like pick a Mm -hmm. word that you need to grow in or you want more of in your life or just an intention to welcome something new into the new year and Mm -hmm. surrender Mm -hmm. is the word that I chose because I so often want to have things the way that I think that they should Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. and It doesn't mean that I give that up, but it means that I surrender to things that are out of my control and have some serious introspection, um, just to get to know myself better. Mm. And I think part of that is really scary. Like we were saying, having to look at the deep, dark parts of yourself are really, really hard. And I'm feeling very called to do that. Mm. Um, on just kind of a new level, I guess. Maybe it's that I'm Ringing gonna be up. thirty-seven. <laughs> I was yeah, say maturing. Yeah, um, but a lot of that requires like surrender. I'm just gonna surrender to this process. You know, I'm gonna go to a breathwork class. I'm gonna, you know, go sit in the uncomfortable and mm. surrender to that and see what happens. Right. Which sounds really fucking scary.
1: Mm. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah that's why there's so many like all those terms like failing forward and then Mm. you know you hear like let go and let god like you have to just let stuff go because you don't have control over it
2: you can't let it consume you
1: yeah you can't
2: it will drive you crazy like you said you get in your own head i'm the same way yeah overthink everything
1: Mm -hmm. do you guys know what
0: your enneagram numbers are Dude. You're too.
4: Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. the helper. Mm. Ah. <laughs>
0: Still accepting. I'm a cancer.
4: That one. I'm too. I'm like, can I recreate all of that? I <laughs> mean, I am. I am like fighting against a lot of that. Uh, I hate being an impact. Maybe you need to surrender and... too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Join oh, me yes. on the yes. journey. Yes, I will. I will. Mm. Yeah. That.
2: I don't know mine. Oh, okay. I think I did it one time and then I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. This is too much I got to keep up with. I don't know. <laughs> this is another thing. I was like, I don't need to learn this about myself. Right. I'm a Taurus. That's all I know. <laughs> that's probably why I don't really care about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whichever way right. the wind blows. Yeah, um, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Are you still having to accept finding out that you're who you I, are?
4: Because yeah, I, 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 I went through that. Yeah, it's not that I'm having to accept it. I just, it's annoying. It's annoying to feel others' pain at a Mm. deep level. It's annoying to care about things at a deep level all day, every day. I'm literally one of those people who can watch someone get hurt on TV and feel the pain. That's a thing that some people have and some people don't. There's a thing where you know that happens and some people laugh and anyway so it's yeah um tricky thing there but yeah so um i've just been that way my whole life obviously i think there's a good bit of conditioning i grew up in a very volatile home which then creates i was always trying to make everyone happy and joyful and bring peace, be the peacemaker. It's a lot of
0: responsibility for anybody, let alone a child. Correct.
4: Yeah. And it was, you know, all day, every day, my entire life. So, um, yeah. So anyways, um, so it's not really accepting it's more, I'm, it's more learning it. And it has been since I would say around 25 years of age on, I have now been more self-aware. I cut off friendships. I cut off other relationships where it was like. They and, were taking
1: advantage Yes, of and you
4: no, know, no. And it was just what was, what you put out gets, you know, brought in. And yeah, very much like drama filled. I didn't know my, you know, my energy and all that was just, would put out a net and just grab drama, you know, Um but once I started going to therapy and doing the inner work that started in my mid twenties, um, yeah, you don't look back. I mean, but so it's still something I have to regulate or figure out quite often. Um, and I just, yeah. And, and channeling it like and using it for good when I can and then leaving it and brushing it off when I don't want to carry it. Like, do do you have someone
1: to help you balance that?
4: No, mm. um, I am currently, Yeah, I put out Instagram posts, like a story a bit ago now looking for like I asked, <laughs> I gave like a literal long list of I need a therapist, a dentist, a dermatologist. And mm. oh, anyway, I so I've like, I ch- I yeah. I've checked out most yeah. all of it except for therapists. So yeah, when you've, I've had one in my life that I wouldn't even be married currently if I wasn't under her care because um, she helped me just so much and gave me so many tools in life she's my bar and I just I have dated around to therapists because as you do don't settle for one that's not working for you you cut that off and find somebody better um and so yeah just haven't found the right person I need someone who really knows how to use like a range of modalities and give like give me very strong tools to move forward um I need them to know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, no, I need, yeah, I need that big time.
0: And that's a big thing is going to, like you said, dating around. It really is a date. Like I'm going to go on my first date with this therapist. And do we have chemistry? That is a real thing. It is. I think people stay with their therapist just thinking like, oh, this is therapy. This is how it's supposed to be. But I don't trust this person. I'm not getting a whole lot out of it, but Mm. I'm going to therapy. Yeah. You're not like I'm going.
4: Right, went to so this like one therapist that talked too. more to me yeah. about her shit than I spoke uh, about mine. I was like, oh, and I like, stayed in it for far too long. Am I getting long. paid for that? Right. like, right. like, can you be me? Right. What's this hourly rate? Anyways, but well, I was being an empath too, you're
2: probably like,
4: i just absorbed all that.
2: I need another therapy session. Yeah, I need to offload
1: all your shit. Yeah, my best friend's too, and I and we balance each other out because she works for me too, and so like, oh wow. It, it's great because she thinks about all the things I don't think about. And she's like, Oh, just so, you know, I bought everybody coffee this morning or I did this or I did that and just taking care of people. So it's a wonderful gift and people yeah. need that and right. need you. Um, yeah. but yeah, you definitely have to have people to like,
4: <laughs> right.
1: Okay. Don't give away too much of yourself. Yes. You've got to save some of it for you and your family yeah yeah we all have our shit mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's why case? i
0: asked like are you still trying to accept that that's who you are because when i found out like it was like three and i was like yes this is me all of these things and then i was like all, a lot of these things i despise and i don't mm-hmm. use that term lightly like some of the bad parts of the three
2: i'm like this is awful. I don't mm. want to be this person. Well, maybe that's why I threw mine out because I was like, <laughs> "This is not me." My... I don't even. And now I'm like, I don't even know what number I was. So, Cause that was not me. Was
0: like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a whole process of you know talking about looking at the dark parts of yourself and then accepting them and saying, "Oh no, I I do do those things. I react this way. I, you know, have these negative traits." First, accept that, and then decide. Do you want to keep doing it that way? Oh no, you don't? Great. Now we have to figure out new ways. Your knee-jerk reaction might be, oh, I'm gonna do this now. And then it's like, pause. No, you're not gonna do that because you don't like to be that person. So you're gonna have to figure out some new tools in therapy, etc. Um, to have some new behaviors, you know? (laughs) Like, oh, that's how growth happens? Weird.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where does the two go in when they're healthy?
0: Or I think twos go to four, perhaps. You go to eight when you're stressed, which is the challenger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Enneagram twos go to four, which is, um...
2: oh, no, maybe you go to four. Hang on. I'm going to have to redo mine. Just so yeah,
0: I... you
4: have to know.
2: But I feel like once I know, I'm like, there's something <laughs> else I'm consumed with. Like, <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> I need something else to tell me that I'm. Going nuts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two, yeah, two go to four. Oh, you guys both go to four. Okay, you go to four in stress. Mm -hmm. She goes to four in growth. Four is the individualist. So those are like the creatives, very Mm feelings-oriented, want to be individuals, want to be unique in some way, mostly like our artists and stuff like that. So you go there in stress, which we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Like and when you're all in with an emotion, you want to feel it. All yep. of it.
1: <laughs> all of it. I just need to be left alone just to cry for uh-huh. a really long time. <laughs> right. And you
0: don't want anybody to pull you out of it. You want to just like, this is where you're at. Yep. And then I just, all right, brush it off, get back up, keep going. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And okay. so you go to four and growth. Mm. So you get like the positive traits of the four. Mm.
1: Which are the creative.
0: Yeah. More creative. Um, You can be, you know, more... Um, like outgoing mm. and charismatic
1: and
0: yeah. create. Yeah. You know, right. be yeah, yeah. in like your flow of creation yeah. essentially.
1: Well, Laura, we don't know what to tell you. I right, know, right? <laughs> Get back to <laughs> us on that one. If you, just,
0: if you're curious, like some, yeah. uh, some people, it doesn't like, it doesn't strike your fancy. Yeah. That's I fine. remember doing it. I just it didn't stick
2: apparently. Nope. Cause <laughs> I don't remember. So. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: a fun tool. I, I like know. it. Well, so. with being a creative person and, the biology and all of that she could be either a one or a four right potentially maybe a seven in there i don't
2: know some of the stuff you I said like I, there was a seven the enthusiast think, the adventurer know. i'm like i've done like the the strength finder test and yeah. stuff like that and those stuck a little bit more but there's so many i know there's so many and i think that's where i'm like i don't know I know I take it but it, I just yeah.
0: I'm a, a red orange green <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah three it's like okay <laughs> right how many can we I do know, right? to learn about ourselves yeah, before exactly. you're a narcissist right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding
1: <laughs> just kidding yep well we need you guys to tell everyone where to find you on Instagram and all those things okay
2: um you can find me on instagram at laura underscore turns and yeah that's where i give my daily musings you don't know what to expect on there but
1: turns like t-u-r-n-s yes mm-hmm. okay yeah. um yeah
4: I, I love it you're i love you're a bubble that i'm happy oh, to see I yeah i agree
2: well my, well my husband's like are you gonna tell him how you were radium girl and i was like no that was like a previous <laughs> life you know you're what Radium girl that was like my first ever handle on Instagram back in the day like you know 2012 I don't know 11 when Instagram first came yeah. out and every filter was like this weird <laughs> you know like brown <laughs> All haze <the> food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was because I was working in the radiological field. Right. So I, yeah, I was like radium girl, everything. So, oh, that's um, awesome. so he still calls me radium girl. I was like radium girl. Now. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. my god.
1: I want to see it now. <laughs> yeah. Is it still there? No, no, no. no. I, then? I like changed my name <laughs> to Laura.
2: Turns and <laughs> okay. turns is my. So my maiden name is Turner. My middle name was Sanders. So I just put the S on the end of Turner. Was or is. Oh. So that's a funny story. I didn't know. I thought everybody dropped their middle name, made their maiden name their middle name when they got married. Oh, I did not know. Where did that come from? The South. Like that uh-huh. is like a thing to mm. do. Oh, and so yeah. I, yeah, I had no idea until like I got married and mom's like, oh, it's like an option. But most of the time, you know, cause that's what she did. Yeah. I had no idea that you could keep your middle name, but her, my middle name was also her maiden name. So oh. that's why it's like a last name, Laura yeah. Sanders Turner, and then when I got married, I pulled my middle, my maiden name to my middle name, and dropped dropped Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: they do it to like keep the family. Yeah, yeah,
2: I like that. I, I thought everybody did that. I had no idea that like you really got to pick mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. and right. choose.
1: My maiden yeah, name yeah. is Gross, so oh, yeah. I dropped you were it. You are like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm done out. with this life. Yeah, right. I, just jo- I just joked with my husband. I was like, I just married you to change my last name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have three brothers with that last name. They're carrying it Uh-oh. on. It's fine. Oh, wow. There's, <laughs> there's all kinds of things in the South that you'll never I think of. I f- have four brothers and one sister What? that I know of. They're all half brothers and sisters. Okay. I've got a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah because i'm like okay all the uh-huh. stories you've told as a child it is
1: you solo mm-hmm.
0: wow so because i secret life on of my mom grosses <laughs>
1: i know on my mom's side my brother's 10 years older than me and my sister's 12 years older than me okay so like i grew up with them but you know by the time i was old enough to remember stuff they were gone because my brother joined the military when he turned 18 but like he was my father figure and walked me down the aisle and all that stuff Um, and then my sister yeah with her being 12 years older she also joined the military for a little bit and then moved up to Michigan and stuff and then on my dad's side I have a brother who's a Blackhawk pilot Oh, Um, he's 10 or 11 years older than me today is, is his birthday oh. and then <laughs>
4: things we just finding out right now like yeah.
1: okay and then i have two brothers that are younger than me on my dad's side so wow so all of a
0: sudden you just went from an only child to <laughs> being like in the size of the family that you
1: have yes wow but they lived in indiana so like i had to go spend two weeks every summer up in indiana you know, with custody stuff and mm. on a farm Oh, because wow. oh, uh, my dad's a farmer. Uh-huh. Um, and so I had to go, you know, leave Charlotte bustling mm-hmm. artsy life that I was doing to go spend two weeks on a farm. And it was very uncomfortable for me. Um, and then, yeah, so I would only see them two weeks every year. Wild. My brothers, but now we all keep in touch and, um, yeah, my brother was, in Hershey, well, near Hershey, Pennsylvania, at the Gap. And um, so if we go to D.C., we try and meet up with them and their kids. And then um, my other brothers are in Indiana. That was one of the ones I did the music for that I was, like, crying during his wedding. Mm-hmm. So I keep up with all of them, even though I don't talk to my dad anymore. So it's amazing we all turned out the way we did. Yeah. yeah, yeah Good like, odds. That's
4: awesome.
0: I mean, yeah. the odds were probably against you, so... Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like statistically.
1: Mhm. So, and well, when you
0: have that many kids, like
1: that we know about, <laughs> there could be more. <laughs> wow,
0: I love those stories. Yeah, Lucas. I would actually stories would not be like surprised like that his if family. I more.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, so if anyone thinks that they might be Sarah's right, long-lost brother, call in. sister. Call in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please call in right now. <laughs> could be. I would not be surprised. Oh. Oh, we should do a whole thing on those types of stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure people have some good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I Long lost so. siblings and stuff like that. Do you mm-hmm. guys have any? Not that I
4: know of. Oh. No. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. I mean, I'm pretty sure my father was part of the mob. So <laughs> Yeah, we like surprise him with his 50th birthday and he showed up with this like black, big black eye. We're like, oh surprise. And <laughs> What okay. is that? Yeah, what just happened? All but, the
0: crazy family stories, oh, you know, and all the stuff we probably time. don't know yeah, about yeah. our parents and grandparents and yeah. all that stuff because why do you, would you include the kids, oh, you know? I was
4: right. going through this in high school, and we're going through boxes upstairs, like trying to consolidate. This is where I get my minimalists from. My parents were always – we moved a lot, which, again, mm, wasn't military. I don't know why we moved so much. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but – Um, anyhow, we were going through stuff. I opened up one box and it was like, it it was my dad's little wooden box had some, yeah, dried pot leaves and stuff on there in there. And then looked at these two photo IDs and my mom had bunny ears on in the photo. And then my dad had his chef hat and, you know, read over to the side playboy and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. so yeah my parents work for playboy yeah mentioned. so anyways yeah my dad was a chef and my mom was a cocktail waitress anyhow so there is absolutely, I'm sure there are absolutely no stories telling, yeah and i'm waiting to yeah meet a long-lost sibling or find out about a murder or something you know any <laughs> any number of things yeah. <laughs> for sure no doubt um anyways yeah there's that um, and you can find me on Instagram. So I have two different handles that you can find me, Tori in the pines, just all a run on sentence. T-O-R-I. Um, yep. T-O-R-I in the pines and then J-B and co beverage. And that's spelled out A-N-D, um, and, or J-B and co
0: Perfect. We'll link awesome. it all. Awesome! So, yeah. Thank you no very one has much. To
4: y'all are <laughs> remember y'all are awesome. Thank you so much yeah, for having me. Thank so you guys much. for coming Jeez. and it's been
0: fun sharing. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy sometimes. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. We no, appreciate thank it. You. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.